impact my sleep. <laughs> so, Teague, on a scale of um, <laughs> what Pokemon references can I pull out of my ass here? On a, on a scale of uh, Bulbasaur to Mewtwo, how excited are you about Pokemon's 26th anniversary? I'm Charizard excited. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're back. We're going to talk about a uh, little bit of news. Um, now, we don't have a lot of news topics to discuss. Um, that's half because I was feeling lazy today and mostly wanted to talk about Elden Ring. And it's also half because uh, I really did feel like it's been relatively quiet. Uh, these yeah, I, don't, I don't know if totally. you felt that way too, but... Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I felt like really like the big thing of the past like couple weeks was Elden Ring coming out. Yeah. And like that's almost all everyone could talk about. Yeah, like and man, just before that, Dying Light to me. For sure. Um, for and sure. Horizon 2. But, that's but, but I haven't heard before, much Before, like that's not between the last time we were, right? Like, no, 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 no. That was Yeah, that was, that was huge. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah after that and it's like been now. A real, I feel like it's been a really uh, busy, what, two months? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dying Light, Horizon, Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, what else? Is there something coming in? Um, I feel like there's something else. Horizon, Dying Light, Elden Ring... Those were the three. I, mean, I was Pokemon like, Legends Arceus was. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not for us, but it, it was pretty big. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I felt like there was another one, but it doesn't mean anything. You might be right, but um, yeah, I'm blanking too. Doesn't matter. Um, but three I mean, listen. Yeah, I mean, Dying Light, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Elden Ring. These are three of the big. I mean, Dying Light surprisingly is like it's very big now. Like it has um, mm. it has a pretty sizable chunk of the mindshare. You know what mm. I mean? Like a lot of people talk about it. You know, like it's it's way more. Um, What's the word? Um, it's way more casual than it used to be. You know. Like. One thing I do have to say about it is the amount of Easter eggs in this fucking game is insane. <laughs> um, That's really cool. Like nutty though. Um, like to the, like it's crazy how much extra shit you can get from just like exploring and stuff and right. finding stuff and like. <clears throat> That's really cool. I, I That's don't really think cool. I don't think I've really found anything on my own, but I've seen people that. Have done like I see someone on like a flying skateboard, you know, a hoverboard. Yeah, Back in the Future. Crazy. You know? and, like uh, you can get Jedi powers. Really? So you can like pick people Weird. up by the throat. Weird. Like Darth Vader. Weird. Yeah. Um, They're really but, pushing the envelope with this. Dude, one. there's tons of crazy shit. Um, like you can get a finger gun that just like it's like a glove. I think it's called like something Glover. Um, and you I just think point, I heard about that one. You just point your finger and it like blasts whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's tons and tons and tons of these. You can get a broom, like yeah. a flying broom, like Harry Potter. Um, I mean, just got to say, that's really uh, neat that they have all of this stuff, you know? Um, Absolutely. For the people that really do want to explore and do whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I totally hear you. And um, it made me think of another example of, I mean, you were just talking about Easter eggs. Uh, another example of how true ex true exploration is cool versus when the developers tell you what to do mm. is um, I was playing Cyberpunk the other day and almost everything in Cyberpunk is like an actual quest marker on your map that tells you to go do it. But I drove through an area, I was in like the Biotechnica Flats, which is like this crazy like Biotechnica, like it's like their housing for their corporate corporate employees next to like all their like sort of like um, electricity generators, I think. Mm -hmm. This really weird looking area out in the Badlands of Night City. And I came across uh, a Mad Max Easter egg, hmm. which is a convoy crashed against a wall with a bunch of bodies of like of like women around it, and um, 
there's a little note on the ground that talks about how like you know we just needed to get the like the one of the mothers or whatever like out of the city like it's it's just straight up like you know mad, mad max plot mm. and and it's like there's nothing there to discover other than that neat little arrayed thing there isn't like i guess there's a couple like epic level loot or what beside it or whatever but it's like that felt way better than almost all of the actual designated missions. Right. Because I, I just stumbled on it. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, it's so different than when you're told to go do something. Yeah, for sure. Know? For sure. Um, no, Easter eggs are fun. All that to say, yeah, I mean, that's really cool about Dying Light. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love that kind of thing. And, like, it's a really good sign that, like, the developers are willing to put in time and effort in making a game feel alive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. But, um, anyways, uh, so over to the news. We'll start with number one, which is uh, Pokemon Presents 2022, everything announced during the Pokemon Day 2022 celebration. So yeah, IGN is getting it off um, a stream delivered on the official YouTube channel of uh, Pokemon. Uh, It was a totally digestible length of like 15 minutes, which is amazing. I wish more people would do that. They were like, we're going to give you a whole bunch of announcements about like new Pokemon shit in the future. So I'll go through a couple couple, uh, choice bits. And at the Pokemon Day 2022, they unveiled a bunch of new stuff. Uh, they talked about updates coming to the Pokemon Legends Arceus, which came out very recently. And I'm just like, I, my factual data is... All you can think of is Elden Ring. All I can think of is Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Arceus came out January 28th, very recent. There's uh, new DLC updates coming to Pokemon Arceus. I think that's cool and was very expected. And it sounds okay, the updates, but you can go check out the stream if you're if you're curious. Uh, basically, they're adding like new types of um, events in the game in like the open world that you can find. They're like public events in Destiny. It's just mm. like some new thing that happens that you can go check out where you can find interesting Pokemon, like legendary ones, whatever. It sounds cool if you're into Pokemon Legends Arceus. No problems there. Uh, they also announced... Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet uh, for late 2022. Uh, So this is Pokemon Generation 9 uh, officially going to begin later this year with Pokemon Scarlet Pokemon Violet arriving on Switch 2022. Um, This open world game, quote-unquote, where various towns with no borders blend seamlessly into the wilderness will be a, quote-unquote, evolutionary step, pun I assume not intended, for the Pokemon franchise. Um, So that sounds interesting. Um, I, I mean, I don't... When I saw this, I was completely just like... Another two Pokemon games, like a year after a huge open world game that they poured Mm. tons of effort into, I'm like, why are you guys immediately leaping to the next thing? The most recent game is like super fresh in people's minds. Like I actually, I mean, I know people on podcasts I listen to who are still playing Pokemon Pokemon Legends Arceus and they, it sounds like they're really enjoying it Hmm. from, from what I see. And to me, it's like when you announce, let's imagine this was Destiny. Right. If they announce Destiny 3 in this stream, and I'm currently playing Destiny 2, I'm immediately going to start tuning out of Destiny 2, because I'm going to be like, why keep playing this game? Because all my shit's not going to matter as soon as the next one comes out. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what I wonder with this whole Pokemon stream thing, I I guess I'm getting a little distracted here, but it's not the only things they announced. The biggest thing is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, new games coming out in, in 2022. That's the biggest one. There's a bunch of other like content for like Pokemon Go, uh, maybe Let's Go, Let's Go Eevee. I can't remember. No, not that one. Pokemon Go. What else do they have? Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl getting new shit. Um, Pokemon Masters EX celebrating 2.5 years of free gifts. Pokemon Cafe Remix. Don't even ask me what that is. I don't want to know. Adds bonuses for Pokemon Day 2022. Pokemon Unite players can try out new mythical Pokemon Hoopa and earn its license. Uh, Pokemon Unite, by the way, sounded fucking awesome. 
except it's a free-to-play game that's pay-to-win. But it looked amazing, and I'm so pissed off that they made it fucking pay-to-win, because I 100% would have been playing that game. Why don't you (laughs) pay-to-win? I can't, I mean, I I, I just can't... uh, I'm joking. I, I know, I know, but it's like... It just, it makes me so upset because it's like, I would be playing this with my nephews and like maybe my buddy Mike's kids like all the time if like, if it just wasn't fucking hostile, caustic, like disgusting monetization system. Yeah, I guess. And it's like, I'd happily get a game like that for $0 and immediately just be like, fine, here's $40 in skins. Mm -hmm. I don't care. (laughs) You know, like just... Anyways, it's so it, it boggles my mind so much. It's got me really salty on the bus right over. But um, <laughs> just thinking about how 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 much how much Pokemon Unite looks like a really really good game that is unplayable to me because it's pay to win. But that's another story. Yep. To come back to uh, the new games being announced, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. What I find quizzical is the fact that they are releasing so many things in such a small period, and I'm a little bit not understanding why they don't pick a platform and just build on it mm. and get people in and like get, get you know get people invested in the game, get people playing with each other. Like like first of all, like I mean you know Pokemon should be fucking all about co-op. Yeah. Right. Like I mean. Pokemon Sword and Shield, like, okay, not only does Pokemon Sword and Shield have, in my opinion, the best name of any Pokemon game ever, like, that is a totally awesome name, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, compared to the usual shit, like, Violet, Pearl, Scarlet, whatever, Sword and Shield just, like, sounds cool. Anyways, Sword and Shield, I played it, Uh, it's very good. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, in my opinion, it looks like, I mean, I don't have that much experience with Pokemon games, but to me, it looks like definitely the most impressive Pokemon game ever released. It's true that it doesn't have an open world the same way Arceus does, and Arceus sounds like it's actually pushing the um, genre in slightly different directions. Like, it's doing new stuff with the battle systems that is actually interesting, but Pokemon Sword and Shield has a more fleshed-out world. Okay. And Pokemon Sword and Shield, more importantly, actually has multiplayer elements. Hmm. And to me, the whole point of a Pokemon game is, like, they're always pretty easy, the games themselves, and the only reason why you want to do it is because it's, like kind of like how I'm trying to persuade you in some ways to play Elden Ring. Well, it's already done. I already bought it. No, I know, but I mean, like like, <laughs> po- like Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's like the idea that you can fight, it's kind of like doesn't matter if the game's too easy in some ways because if you can fight other people or trade with other people and like do shit like that, then it kind of like doesn't matter that the game's easy. I guess. Yeah. You know, like in a way. And like you can keep adding new content. You can add like super hard bosses to fight. You can add, like, I don't know, new, like, high-level dungeons to raid or something. You can keep adding, like, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they're not... I mean, first of all, Pokemon Legends Arceus, while it sounds really good, it doesn't have any multiplayer. Mm. And I'm just like, why the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's very weird. And, like, the fact that they're announcing Scarlet and Violet a year after they just released Arceus, when it's like, Arceus is still super hot in the minds of people who are Pokemon fans... It's like, are they admitting that they're like that, that they made up. a bad decision? You know, it's just like it seems super quizzical to me. Hmm. Uh, I I really don't get it, and I don't understand why they didn't make Sword and Shield into a platform for gaming. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Something that people would play for the next ten years. Yeah. Because like, I I totally like. I mean, after playing that game a lot, I would play it for the foreseeable future if I had people to play with sometimes, and I knew that they were like, oh, every now and then there's going to be some new thing added. Mm-hmm. That I can go check out. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I I mostly just wanted to talk about this because I'm really confused about the direction they're going. Mm. I don't understand it. I feel like they need to get their shit together, and like I feel like, you know, they have one of the hottest franchises in existence. I mean, Pokemon is massive. Um, everybody knows what Pokemon is. It's like 
you could be doing amazing things with this. Mm. It's like a combination of that and this fucking quizzical free-to-play game that looks awesome but has fucking bullshit pay-to-win stuff in it. It's just like, what are you doing? Mm. You know? Like, I don't know. It upsets me. But, Fair um, enough. If you're into Pokemon, I get it. But if you really want a new Pokemon game, I guess they're coming out with them maybe every year now. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so for all the people that I think don't want that, I'd, I'd be happy, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But um, listen, that was a little salty, but uh, <laughs> that was our number one. So on to number two. Nintendo acquires a studio it's worked with since 1983. I got this off IGN. The studio in question is SRD, which stands for Systems Research and Development, which is a really hilarious name. And... IGN is getting this off an unofficial announcement from Nintendo, who recently acquired Systems Research and Development, a company they've worked with since 1983, uh, and even had a hand in making the original Super Mario Bros. and Legend of Zelda games. Um, so they've acquired long-term partner SRD, a programming specialist they've worked with for almost 40 years. It's a little soundbite off the Nintendo official announcement. This will serve to strengthen the management base of SRD and secure the availability of software development resources for Nintendo. And unlike its previous acquisition of Next Level Games, which is a company responsible for, they're an actual developer, and they worked on Luigi's, Mar Luigi's Mansion 3 and upcoming Mario Strikers Battle League. So they're like a company they acquired Next Level Games that is actually making new properties for them. Mm. Uh, SRD doesn't develop its own games, but assists in the programming of other studios' titles. So it's just a studio they've worked with for a really long time, they have a rich history with, and that clearly they feel like is going to be able to aid with the development of like all their properties. You know, just bolster their, their sort of programming resources, it sounds like. That's mostly all there is to say about this. Um, I'll read one more tidbit off the IGN article. SRD has been working with Nintendo since the NES and has, been, has since worked on close to 100 of its games across myriad consoles. Pretty impressive. In its earlier days, it assisted in development on everything from the original NES version of Donkey Kong, Super Mario Bros. and The Legend of Zelda, to most recently on Switch. It's worked on games such as Animal Crossing New Horizons, everyone's heard of that, and Ring Fit Adventure, most people have heard of that. Um, so I just think this is fascinating because, you know, SRD sounds like a really talented studio. Uh, I like the fact that they've been working on Nintendo's properties all the way since NES Super Mario to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Like, that's fucking impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, that's like pretty much the same history as Nintendo itself. Um, and I really mostly just thought that this was a really interesting acquisition to contrast against the recent ABK stuff. Because unlike Microsoft, I like it when companies acquire other companies that make sense for them to, mm. like, that have either, like, a, you know, a really simpatico way of approaching work, or they've worked with them for, like, a really long time. Uh, like Sony acquiring uh, Bluepoint Software, the guys who did the Demon's Souls remake. To me, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, they just demonstrated they can do a really, really cool remake of a originally PlayStation-only property on their new console. It's one of the best tech demos for, for the PlayStation that I've ever seen. It, like, kind of makes sense to me that they would get a company like that. Like, they already hired them to do just a P PlayStation thing to begin with. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like, why not do that? Uh, or Housemark, developers of Returnal, they've had a history with PlayStation for a really long time. They've been designing only on PlayStation for a really long time. I don't know, I just kind of like, I like when these mergers and acquisitions kind of like make sense. Yeah, no, make, no I hear you, I yeah. hear you. Yeah, and I don't know, I just, I, I appreciate that Nintendo, and I guess Sony to a point also, maybe less so with the Bungie acquisition, but in general with their acquisitions, like I like how they're just, doing things that are less about just pure consolidation and more about like alliances that make sense yeah yeah I hear you I don't know yeah so I thought this was cool yeah that's about all I have to say about it I don't know do you have anything to add no cool let's move on to number three 
which is The Ascent official PlayStation announcement trailer revealed. This is the game that we talked about uh, last time because it, it got raided in Korea and then it got raided in the ESRB in the States. Okay. Even though there was no official announcement of it coming to PlayStation. What do you think? Uh, not for me. I'm not a fan of that type of game at all. Uh, the last one I remember playing was Reloaded on PlayStation. I don't know. I feel like it had like a sort of white smiley face and some big bullet uh, i'm gonna google this right fucking now actually i think i have like the wrong name with the uh, cover of watchman i don't know no this is totally the fucking game i'm talking about sort of top yeah it was by interplay i like interplay that was the last one i played <laughs> and i had fun with it but um so run and gun top down sort of couch co-op shooter is not necessarily your thing not my thing at all well the thing is i find them just way too much going on on the screen at once it's like it's a complete clusterfuck okay um, and now they've gotten even crazier. Uh, it's sort of the same with Diablo. <laughs> Most top-down yeah, stuff, you know? Yeah, I guess, it yeah. Gets, it just gets too... Um, like in Diablo, when we were running around with my Necro, the skeletons yeah. with teeth going off the, all the time. <laughs> like, dude, uh, with your follower and my follower? Like, come on. Yeah. It's too much. It's, it's just... It's a, it's a seizure waiting to happen. I, I totally hear you. <clears throat> but that other one... Sorry, whatever. Uh, Ascent actually Ascent. did look... Good for what it was, you know? Yeah, um, yeah totally. If you're into yeah. that, it looks cool. Well, I mean, uh, to come back to the news itself, uh, I mostly just wanted to, to talk about this just to highlight the game. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, just the official PlayStation announcement trailer is finally released. Um, this game, The Ascent, uh, was previously released on Xbox, was not supposed to be coming to consoles, and then last time we talked about how it got uh, rated in Korea for PlayStation, and then it got rated in the US on the ESRB for PlayStation, so it seemed by all accounts like it was for sure absolutely coming. Mm -hmm. They just never officially said. Uh, so this is it's just nice to have finally an actual announcement trailer. Right. Uh, we now know the game is coming out on PlayStation. We know when it's coming out. Uh, it's on the store. It's on the PlayStation store. It's actually, I'll tell people, just in case they're curious, uh, it currently has a 10% off of PS Plus, which I will 100% be taking advantage of, that ends on the uh, 24th of March. Um, hmm. So if you want a little tiny 10% off. I think it's cool this game is, um, it's another mid-tier one. It's 40... Oh shit, is this the actual Canada store? Oh fuck, it is the Canada store. It's actually only $40, hmm. which is extremely reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And to me, this looks that looks like the perfect price for this game. It's like... Too polished to be a twenty dollar game. Definitely, it looks too big to be a twenty dollar game too. Um, it has like yeah, it doesn't look like a twenty dollar game to me. No, and from what I understand, it has like pretty robust multiplayer. I think mm. like the multiplayer is supposed to be very very fun and very very like the reason why you would want to play it. Kind of um, yeah, it's kind of like a Diablo with a cyberpunk hmm. sort of motif. Like people are calling it like super cyberpunky. I think it just looks like a little, like, kind of just sci-fi to me, but, like, yeah, totally. whatever, I still, I mean, well, I like cyberpunk, fish person, so... Like, I don't know. Yeah, was talking that fish in, person. Uh, was that in cyberpunk? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this game got totally awesome reviews on Xbox when it came out. Yeah. I watched a lot of them. I thought it looked amazing. Uh, so I'm psyched about it, and um, it's cool to just finally have the official announcement trailer. It's coming out March 24th. I'm a little surprised it's not, I gotta be honest, I'm a little surprised it's not a $55 game, is it? I felt like they would have pushed for that, mm. even though it probably would have been a, maybe a bit much. I felt like they were gonna push for that, but listen, I'm on the Canada store now, $39.99, 10 percent off of PS Plus up until March 24th, so if you're interested, go get it. There you um, go. I think it looks dope. <laughs> it has both online and couch co-op i've confirmed that's amazing really happy to still see companies even trying to do couch co-op mm -hmm. it can fill the gap that diablo 2 resurrected should have done for couch co-op but didn't unbelievable it is fucking unbelievable it's really sickening 
Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this game looks great. It's a, it's a, it's a cool trailer. That's mm. all I have to say about it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a day one purchase for me. Probably a pre-order since I can get 10% off. And um, my buddy Matt's super into it too. I think we're, we're probably both going to play that. Cool. I think it's on PS... I could be wrong, but I think... Yeah, it's on PS4 also. Um, so I'm going to for sure tell my brother about it too because we always look for fun, simple, run-and-gun sort of like... Uh, like I love Fireteam with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aliens Fireteam. And um, this totally might be our kind of game too. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think it looks great. That's it. Moving on. Number four. Retro's new Twitter banner revives Metroid Prime 4 speculation. This is an interesting one. It's also probably a big fat nothing burger, as you like to say. Mm. Um, but still, Metroid Prime 4 is a big deal. Yeah. IGN is just taking this directly from uh, the retro Twitter banner update. So I'll read from the article here. With nearly five years since the announcement of Metroid Prime 4 and absolutely no meaningful details shared since, Metroid fans are understandably desperate for something, anything, from Nintendo or developer Retro Studios about the upcoming game. So it's not surprising that they've seized upon a Twitter banner update as some kind of sign that news might be imminent. A day ago, Retro Studios updated Twitter banner to this. Can you see? Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, in fairness, a pretty dope Twitter banner, mm-hmm. right? It's clearly, you got Samus in the background. You've got a really beautiful sort of like, I feel like maybe it's a ship coming down on like a planet or something. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I can't tell. Now, aside from the obvious observation that the character standing in the middle of the logo is Samus, there's not much more to be gleaned from this image. They talk about a, a bunch about it being like shots of a visor, speculation. I don't think that's clear at all. I'm going to skip it, but it is clearly Samus now, is this actually concept art for Metro Prime 4? It totally could be. Nobody knows for certain. There's a bunch of wild speculation on the IGN page. This does not seem to be like... People mostly seem to be just excited to see any any update whatsoever on the potential status of Metroid Prime 4. Hmm. Because basically, Metroid Prime 4... I mean, are you familiar with the Metroid Prime series? Not really, but I did play Super Metroid on okay. SNES. The Super Metroid is the shit. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the one I played. Yeah, that that is the that's the best two D Metroid, uh, for sure. It's the only one I did. Metroid Prime is Metroid. Yeah, Metroid Prime from bu- Super Metroid. It's Resident Evil Seven from yeah, Resident Evil Four. A, a buddy, a buddy, uh, really talked that up a lot, but I just yeah. I never got into it. That's a game that um, again was like a perfect ten for me. I think IGN gave it a ten, and it hundred percent makes sense it was like completely revolutionary Mm. Um, and it's one of those things too where it's like similar to resident evil 7 it was really hard to believe it could work Mm. before you actually saw it right right i know what you mean yeah yeah and you know it's also it's the only time in my life i've ever played a game that involved motion controls and it was perfect Hmm. like i i thought i would hate that like with a passion you know and i gotta hand it to them it's like it felt completely 100 percent like, it made sense in this game. You okay. Know? Uh, and okay. It, it even helped you to feel like you are Samus. You okay. Yeah. Uh, really, really interesting. And Metroid Prime is, like, it's one of the coolest things I've ever played. Metroid Prime 4 details are mostly exciting because this was announced in 2017 when it was literally just a title card at, like, a Nintendo announcement. Mm-hmm. And there's basically been nothing since then. So they've said they were working on it. There's been no details. Reportedly, the game was rebooted entirely in 2019 which is already, like, almost three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with the, the development handed off from Bandai Namco, a talented company, to original Metroid Prime developer Retro, uh, which I think is really cool and probably a really good sign of the game. I, I think that Retro is definitely, like, the company that made the first game, that was the magic, mm-hmm. right? So who knows if any of Retro, if any of the Retro DNA is still there, like, people who actually worked on the first one. Right. I don't know if they're still there, but I feel better about them doing this one than, like, 
Bandai Namco, even though Bandai Namco is a very talented company. Mm-hmm. There was some rumors fueled recently by a Retro Studios job posting for a tools engineer and a technology engineer last month. Uh, some people taking that as a sign that the game was still far off, although there's no real, real reason to suspect the job posting was indicative of a timeline one way or another. So this is mostly a lot of speculation, uh, but basically it, it all comes down to Metroid Prime 4 was announced, then they did... They, they have said sweet fuck all about it. Mm. So everyone's kind of like, okay, does this mean that we're going to get some more Metroid Prime 4 news? Okay. Yeah. Um, now, you know, Met- uh, there was that Metroid 2D game that came out recently. Metroid Dread came out last October. Uh, that game was pretty, like, mostly a hit, seems like. Uh, most people seem to really like it. It's not my style, but um, I, I was tempted to buy it a couple times. Uh, mostly just because everyone was talking about like just talking it up so much mm-hmm. you know, like saying it's like you know one of the best design ones ever blah 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 my buddy Matt really enjoyed it um, when we got the news about Metroid Dread I was hoping it was going to be Metroid Prime 4 I was disappointed it's a really long time ago I feel like they need to do something big soon because <laughs> mm. they haven't for like a really long time like there's still no Breath of the Wild 2 there hasn't been a Mario game since like the launch Mario Odyssey Right mm-hmm. on Switch, which is like kind of a while ago now. Um, I mean, Mario Kart, it's been Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 was a re release of the Wii U Mario Kart. It wasn't mm-hmm. a new game, it was a straight up a port with like enhanced graphics and like some new levels. That's rough. It's rough. Like, same thing with uh, Super Smash. Super Smash was the Wii U game. They imported it into Switch. And these were, like, wildly successful on the new platform, by the way. Right? Mm. Like, it was no obstacle to them being, like, uh, massive... Games. Yeah, massive financial hits, you know? Like, like they sold, like, like bonkers, you know? Mm. But they they haven't done anything new in, like, a really long time. Mm. So... It's I don't time. Know. It's time. Yeah. I, I just really hope that we find more about... We find out more about Metroid Prime 4, because... Um, that's a game I would really, really love to play. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like I think almost a decade since I played a Metroid Prime. And, well, uh, they're good, man. They're, it's a it's, it's a cool franchise. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a really neat sci-fi like space exploration. Yeah, and uh, that would be on Switch. Yeah, that would be on. I mean, I guess I mean, unless it's that's on Nintendo, like, right? New right. Switch, right? Right. I guess that's the only other possibility. Um, Swatch. <laughs> I mean, well, there's those rumors for a long time of like them doing a new Nintendo Switch model, but nothing ever panned out. You know? Right. Um, rumors. So it seems like no. But um, we'll see. So moving on to number five, certainly my personal favorite of this week. Eight years after its announcement, Dead Island 2 could finally release this year. Um, now this is, I'm getting off Video Games Chronicle. Uh, and Video Games Chronicle is getting it off industry insider Tom Henderson, who claims in a YouTube video that he's been speaking to people close to the game's development and that it's reportedly in a good state. Now I put this right alongside, this news came out February 10th, and I put this right alongside another... Uh, Video Games Chronicle article seven days later, February 17th, where they say Dead Island 2 could be released by March 2023, Deep Silver's parent company seemingly hints. The long-delayed game has recently been tipped for an upcoming re-reveal. Do you remember Dead Island 2? No. Did you ever see the... So I, Yeah, no, I do. I remember that this was supposed to be a thing. Right? You sort of remember the title being bandied around for a while, right? Wasn't there some gameplay even? There was some gameplay, yeah. I do yeah. remember the gameplay, you, but this was like ages ago, right? You might recall this. Did you ever see this trailer? For sure. Yeah? 100%. Yeah, it was fun. It made it seem like it was coming. I, I like the whole idea of like the zombie apocalypse going on in the background while this guy is just... I feel like they make good cinematic trailers. I kind of like them. Mm. So yeah, you kind of remember this, right? I do. Dead Island 2... Yeah, it was initially announced at E3 2014, uh, mm. and then basically the game has been in development hell ever since. Right. Uh, with most people thinking that it was just straight up never going to come out. 
Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, it's this is pretty fascinating given the amount at which everybody has basically given up on this game. I didn't find this uh, reported super widely. Uh, I heard about it on a podcast. I, I never saw it in the news that I usually go to. Hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty curious. Uh, now, uh, it would be tempting to sort of completely dismiss this, like, industry insider Tom Henderson. He's just, it, it, this is, I mean, allegedly, uh, he knows what he's talking about, but it's just in a YouTube video. I don't know if, it's not, like, sourced from anything super official, right? Yeah. It's just speaking to someone close to development, reporting it's in a good state. Uh, here, I'll read some quotes from him. According to everyone that I've been speaking to, the game is in a decent state, and it could be announced pretty soon with some kind of a gameplay trailer, he said. A release date is expected to be somewhere in Q4 2022, possibly leading up to next year if there's any problems with the development cycle. So, like, soon, in theory. Henderson also provided some insight into the game's plot in the beginning of the game. This actually sounds kind of neat. You're on a plane, and there's a zombie outbreak on a plane. Eventually, the plane crashes into Hollywood. You survive, and it's then your job to survive on the ground. Uh, now, like I said before, Dead Island 2 announced 2014 has suffered a series of delays, changes of developer. Originally developed by Jaeger Development, game was then taken over by Sumo Digital. In 2019, Dam Buster, an internal studio of Deep Silver, took over development of the game. So the last change of development was 2019. Yeah, this, is, this game is like a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. um, when the game was first revealed, the plot was said to revolve around the United States Armed Forces, putting California under quarantine. Uh, also notable in 2020, a leaked version of the game said to be from 2015 made its way online. I have not seen this. I didn't... Hmm. Uh, I actually may have seen it. It's, I think I, so. I saw some footage of a, like a guy fighting some zombies. Yeah, with, I saw a gun too. I seem to remember yeah, you're right. a handgun. You're right. I think I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. It actually, in my opinion, it looked like okay. Yeah. Like totally fine. Mm -hmm. You know? And kind of what you would expect from a Dead Island, a Dead Island game. Mm -hmm. um, coming from the first one at least. Now, this secondary article is what makes this more interesting because... So here, this article from Video Games Chronicle again. Headline, Dead Island 2 could be released by March 2023. Deep Silver's parent company seemingly hints. Seven days later, during an Embracer earnings presentation on Thursday, Embracer Group owns Coke Media? Cock Media? <laughs> K-O-C-H? Okay. Remember the guys that um, they ended up, they're working with Hunt Showdown now. Okay. Yeah, they uh, they became the publisher for uh, Crytek's Hunt Showdown. Hmm. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Coke Media, I don't know how that's, how that's supposed to be pronounced, or Cock Media, depending on who you talk to. Cock Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, yeah, Embracer owns Coke, uh, Coke owns Deep Silver, and Deep Silver owns, is has an internal studio called Dam Buster. During an Embracer earnings presentation uh, on Thursday, the host of a Q&A session commented on recent conjecture about whether the game was still alive or not. Conjecture from this Tom Henderson fellow. Before speculating that they believe it will be released during the company's next fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, 2023. Quoting from the article, It very clearly is still alive, and I at least expect the release this financial year, or sorry, next financial year, I should say, says Oscar Erickson, equity research analyst at Carnegie. So is that reasonable? And what can we expect from a title that has been in development for probably 10 years or so? Embracer CEO Lars Wing... Oh God, I hope I'm saying this right. Embracer CEO Lars Wingfors responded, I can't talk about Dead Island 2 because it's not announced as such from the publisher, but we have just talked about that we have one unannounced AAA title that you think is Dead Island 2. So it's hard for me to comment further on that. But I am excited about unannounced titles, he adds with a laugh. Great, I'm excited, you're excited, the host responded, leading to more laughter from Wing Force. While not confirming anything directly, the exchange gives the impression that Dead Island 2's release may finally be on the horizon. 
is there anything else of note here? Uh, one thing I can say about uh, Studio Jaeger, which was the first ones to work on it, right? Uh, they're actually the ones behind Spec Ops The Line. Which is a really, really cool game uh, that I kind of... I'm actually a little bit sad that I feel like if they did it, it wouldn't be the Dead Island I want, but it might be a better game, hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, then, yeah, development duties taken over by Sumo Digital. Now, finally, by Dambuster. Um, what can we say about Dambusters? Unfortunately, this looks pretty dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dambusters worked on... Okay, well, I guess, you know, in fairness, they've only made two games mm -hmm. so far, not including Dead Island 2, theoretically, right? So there might just be so little known about them that who the fuck knows what they'll do for a third game. But they worked on Homefront The Revolution in 2016. You familiar with that game? Vaguely. Uh, from what I hear, it's a bit of a mess. Okay. I, I don't know. I never played it, uh, but I don't feel like it has a super good reputation. Mm. Uh, but they also worked on... Do you remember fucking, uh, it came out already, but 2021's Chorus? Yeah, vaguely. There was one, I want to say, Gamescom, where both Star Wars Squadrons and Chorus were revealed at the same time. And Squadrons, like, they're both space combat games, and you were like, oh, Chorus looks like a way better version of Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, <laughs> I don't actually remember that. They were both, here, let me jog your memory. Yeah, we saw this and we talked about it at the same time that Squadrons was revealed and like hmm. I think we both kind of feel like it looks like sort of a better version of Squadrons. Okay. Just without like a powerful IP behind the title. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. I think Chorus looks really neat. It does look kind of cool. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It got pretty decent reviews from what I recall too. So I feel like, you know, Homefront Revolution, I'm like, mm, but then Chorus look, looks pretty dope. That's the only two games they've worked on. Hmm. And now it's Dead Island. I don't know, man. What do you think? Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah? Honestly, I couldn't, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm sick of being told something's coming and then waiting and it's not there. And then, it, like, I don't know. I think it's going to come out. Great. But, um, <laughs> 2023, 2024, uh, well, uh, the 2025. First... I hear what he said, but I mean, the earnings they've present... had plans before, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's and true. And yeah. look where we are. So I couldn't care less. But about... they also went, like, they just haven't said anything about the game for, like, I, forever. Yeah, I just, again, I don't want to... My excitement for it died ages ago. It's still dead. I mean, the fact that they <laughs> bring it up again doesn't rekindle my excitement for it. It's right. like, this was a dead product ages ago. In 2014. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Uh, Dying Light 2 is going to have been way better anyways. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. just... Nah, they're they're about a decade, a decade late. Well, that's totally fair. Um, I mean, I couldn't care less about this. I like I wouldn't play it when it comes out. Most people don't, and like I find myself still hanging on to the idea that this game could come out and be cool. Well, um, I mean, it it could very well be, but I don't want to play a game like this that I can't parkour in anymore. Oh yeah, see that's, that's the been thing. changed now. You know, like it was so amazing the first time I played it. Yeah, that like. I absolutely wanted more of it, you know? Um, but now that Dying Light and Dying Light 2, they've kind of changed the, the game a, a bit for me anyways. You're right. So I'm yeah, just right. not excited for it anymore. Like, I, even if it's jam-packed with guns and whatever, as different <laughs> as you want, I just don't care. I think that's 100% fair, and I completely agree with you that um, Dying Light's gameplay is really spectacular and pretty revolutionary for the, for the FPS genre. But my thing is, I actually still want Dead Island. I don't want Dying Light. Mm. 
That's why I'm excited is because... I feel it's got like a little bit of a cartooniness to it too. It does. That I don't like. The first one had that too though. Oh, it did. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't... It, it, it was the only game of its sort at the time. Yeah. Um, whereas like now there's quite a few. That's very true. And yeah. I, I don't... That trailer, the old trailer made me think of like Fortnite. Oh, and totally. But it's also old as fuck. Exactly. That actually is the E3 trailer 2014. Exactly. Right? That's that's yeah. it. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's ancient. No, it is. It is. I mean, yeah, the, the reason why I'm excited is because I actually still want... I still want Dead Island. I, w I was hoping that Dying Light would be Dead Island because, you know, Dead Island is Techland, mm. right? And, like, Techland went to Dying Light. Like, this, that's their new baby. And while Dying Light looks incredible... I still don't really want the parkour stuff. It, I, it's like I can't deny that it's incredible. I, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, I've played it. It's amazing. You know, like it's like a, it's a technical achievement. Like it's a really, really oh, it's cool. huge, yeah. fucking awesome game. Well, it but... it it turns it into um, it adds platforming basically. Yeah, which wasn't a part of it, right? And like it adds another level to a game that already had a bunch of like the crafting and the it does. You know, does. like there was a ton of stuff to it. It's just this adds more, and now I can't go back to. You know, hopping on a car. The and, irony, uh, the irony is that I still want the simple gameplay of Dead Island. Mm. I actually want the simplicity. I can't tell you why, but something about that appeals to me more. Yeah, not me. And I also, uh, more importantly than that, well, maybe not more importantly, but I also want the classes. Like I, I really like that about Dead Island, and that's something that I was hoping maybe Dying Light would do. Clearly, they didn't for Dying Light Two. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they have like a robust skill system and everything, like which is great, uh, but. They have a skill system. They do. Yeah, no, it's... I get it, but it, uh, I hear what you're saying. There's no class thing, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah you can change your gear up uh, to be, like, medic class, whatever, brawler. Yeah. But, I mean, no. It's not a... It's, it doesn't give you an ability to pull a gun and, you know, or go for beast sure. mode or whatever. For sure. like. Not trying to say the Dead Island is a better game. It's just the game that I want more. Mm -hmm. And that's you. it. You know, so... It was... I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I, I... It was... Um, <clears throat> my first love um, in yeah. the first person zombie games definitely like I didn't like first person games period yeah but I enjoyed that yeah. and um, so yeah it, it really it'll always have a, a spot in my heart but uh, I couldn't care less about <laughs> promises a decade later sure um, sure so yeah and I mean, I mean like I, maybe I, I'm more just more open to conjecture than you are too mm -hmm, right it's mm -hmm. possible Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I was more excited about the Vampire the Masquerade and, like, those weird, like, tidbits about, like, maybe it's actually still in the Yeah, see, once, once you get, once you fool me, like, I, and I'll say, I'll even take it twice sometimes, but, like, <laughs> once it's more than that, I'm really, I'm really jaded, and I'm just kind of like, Fair you enough. know what, when it comes out, I'll be excited about it then, yeah. but until I actually see the finished product, yeah. I don't give a fuck, yeah. like, I'm sorry, stop telling me don't piss on me and tell me it's raining that 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 totally makes sense man yeah um listen i hear you mm -hmm. i think that that's an extremely sensible opinion and probably this like i am i'm i'm also not trying to say that that my being optimistic about this game is a smart thing to do it is absolutely no, 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 not you know, whatever <laughs> you know, but, it's again you 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 were excited for it that's fine well in the reality too is that like a game with this much internal conflict and it's also not developed by techland who arguably is the genius behind it anyways probably there's just no fucking way in hell that it could be that it could even be the game i want it to be yeah even <laughs> if it does come out right? yeah that's possible but still it's the only chance i have hope at dead island hope. again yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah like because no one else is doing that 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Techland clearly doesn't want to anymore. They they have a they have a thing they're working on and they like it, mm-hmm. right? And like I wouldn't even want to tell them to go back and do a Dead mm-hmm. Island. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. they don't want to, and that's their right. You know, it's like mm. they're allowed. <laughs> they figured out the next but, thing. Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I also I love Dying Light. I think it's very good. You know, mm. like it's uh, I think it's an arguably a much better game than Dead Island. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I would say. It's not the game I want, but it's a better game. <laughs> but it's the next generation, right? True. Um, true. So, I mean, like, of course it's going to be a better game. Like, you can't... Like, you look at a a PlayStation 1 game compared to, like, a PlayStation 2. There's going to be improved mechanics and whatnot yeah. in that. Th- you may still have a fondness for the original yeah. because of nostalgia or whatever, but yeah. it's only natural that it does progress into... A better product, right? I mean, with, true. With the progression of the systems. You're right, but also Shadowrun on Sega Genesis is the best pen and paper version of Shadowrun I've played. A pen and paper version of a game. Okay. Uh, Shadowrun's like a like Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a D and D, right? And the Genesis Shadowrun is the best Shadowrun game ever made, in my opinion. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Other Shadowrun games have come out, and they use modern technology. I hear you. And none of them were as good. I hear you. And I do not mean that from a nostalgia. Like, I've played it recently. Mm. Like, it is actually a better game. Okay. You know, like, Shadowrun on Genesis has all the Shadowrun shit, but it's like GTA. It's like, it's like an open, it's an open world. It's a small open world, but it's an open world on Genesis where you can, like, pick any job you want and, like, work for different factions. It's really, it's really intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of the other ones have done... A, as good a job at being like the role-playing game itself mm. as that one. Okay, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, you're totally right that, like, yeah, things usually get better with time, but, like, sometimes, you know, sometimes the... Just because something's newer doesn't always mean it's better. I say often, that's a really, often. really niche, weird, obscure reference there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you're right, but <laughs> at the same time... Shut the fuck up. Well, that's maybe one of the most <laughs> sensible things you've said all day. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah, I mean, fair do, you got anything else to say about uh, no, not really. Dead Island, El- Elden Ring? No, I'm really excited to try this out. Are you going to leap into the character creator uh, right now? You want to? You want to help create my character? Are you gonna go? I would love to at least look at the classes with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, are you it. kidding? No, let's do it. But we still have to wrap up the show. How do we how do we wrap this team? Fuck, uh, who cares? Elden Ring, let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. Elden Just kidding. Ring, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll say, guy on the bus, if you listen to this episode, hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye for now.